episode number 424. It is this one really cool stat that says that if you automate your campaigns, you're going to get something like 20% more results. Mm. But if you put human oversight on top of that automation, you get another 10%. Welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tutal and Hoff, where we talk about life, dreams, social media, and business. Well, hello and welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis, too tall and huff. Folks, you know your boy is always fired up, ready to bring you a little fuego in your days, nights, weekends, or whenever you are listening to the show today. But after this show, I think you're going to want to think about your pay-per-click. That means the money you're spending to get clicks to your advertising, to your website, to your app, to your social media. And think about it differently because there's companies and tools that can do it different for you. And my man, Fred... Has been doing it for a long time. I bring you to our show, Mr. Fred Valleys. Fred, are you ready to be real? Let's do it, Travis. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me on. It's my pleasure, my dude. You have an incredible bio. If you guys not have, have not heard about my man, Fred, which you probably have, uh, a Silicon Valley entrepreneur, author, leading influencer in the pay-per-click space, and one of Google's very first employees, one of the first 500 employees, in fact, uh, helping pioneer pay-per-click, which obviously Google lives on today. I mean, that's how they feast. And uh, AdWords is, you know, uh, not only a, a huge benefit to uh, small and local businesses and big businesses, but it really is how Google makes a lot of their money too, is, you know, through advertising. And, uh, but then that helped you kind of, kind of through the through the journey of that, uh, you know, you, you found it or you're now the CEO of Optimizer, which is uh, one of the leading pay-per-click management companies in the world. Uh, but dude, you're also busy writing books. We'll get into that with about the uh, the future proofing of your agency uh, and, and many other things. Obviously, you know, t- podcasts and journals and writing. But dude, besides that, take me back into the beginning. Um, were you oh always were you always interested into uh, into pay per click? Well, yeah, um, I've always been interested in money and love. Ads or AdWords back then, that's sort of the cash cow, right? So uh, that was definitely a natural place for me to end up. But the way that I got into PPC was because I went to college and I was looking for some ways to to make some money, um, you know, so I could go see movies and stuff right. and have some spending money. And, uh, and I figured out that there was this whole new online advertising system back then. And you could basically buy keywords for very cheap and, you know, you could have a very modest daily budget. Uh, and buy a keyword, say, for a dollar per click. And if I could find something that I could arbitrage where I get more than a dollar for that click, right? Uh, that's what I wanted to do. And so I, I went to my local blockbuster, figured out they were selling these movies ahead of when they should have been selling them at discounted rates. And so I was using pay-per-click to drive traffic to my eBay pages where I was reselling these videos. And I started making money. And then when the opportunity came up to go and work at uh, the mothership, and actually be part of Google Ads. I was so excited and I decided to jump in. Wow. And talk about those beginning days. I mean, uh, obviously AdWords is, you can do many things now with AdWords, retargeting and YouTube ads and so many different things now. Back then, you know, uh, it was just, obviously someone wants to, you know, market their business. Someone wants to market their small business even, uh, you know, because I think the big, big benefit of AdWords is being able to micro it down to the geolocation. Um you know, now I think you can even, you know, bring it within a certain range of your, of your location, you know, uh, uh, kind of put a sphere of influence around the ads. Um, 
and many different things. Uh, what was the vision back then, though? Yeah, that was exactly the vision, Travis. It was, let's make advertising more democratic, more accessible. And if you remember, Google's mission has always been to organize the world's information and make it universally accessible and useful. Right. Um, at least that's what it was back then, right? Now, but Google thought of advertising as information as well. So why was it that if you went to say Yahoo's portal at the time, you'd be bombarded with ads for credit cards and punch the monkey and just stuff you didn't need, you didn't want, it was interrupting your flow. And someone at Google, um, Salar Kamangar, one of the early Googlers, why don't we make advertising relevant? Like if you came to Google and they typed in that they need new flooring installed, well, duh, we should show an ad for a flooring expert. Mm. Uh, and that's like that moment of relevance is being could use it too, but they were just so set on, hey, we're, we're going to call our rep, we're going to spend thousands of dollars, everything's going to be done for us, it's all about building brands. And, and meanwhile, I had all these smaller companies that were like, well, if I can get two customers a week, that's so meaningful to my business, and that doesn't need to cost a whole lot of money. So maybe I'm spending 100 bucks on that. Uh, and that was the vision of AdWords. And then eventually the big companies caught on as well. And, and now it's like major, major business. Oh, yeah. It's the lifeblood for most businesses. If you don't have some sort of AdWords running for you, uh, you know, you're going to be missing out on those opportunities for people to reach out to your business. You know, exactly. it's a, uh, it's, it's, you know, a kind of a, 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 a necessary means for every business. Even I would say like, if you only put in like three to five bucks a day, a hundred dollars a month for a law, a small business that could still bring you in new traffic, uh, definitely uh, awareness to your business within a small region. You know, well, right, exactly. And think of it as lower funnel, right? So if somebody's expressing that very um, specific thing to Google they need, and if right. you can provide that, that's where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Now, if you came out with like you invented the newest mousetrap, people might not be searching for that, right? So that's where you want to go maybe more to YouTube, maybe more to social media to right. get people to be aware that, oh, there is a better mousetrap. Mm. Maybe that's something I should be thinking about. And then they start searching. And then as they start looking at competitors and different options, that's search. That's when you want to be present. And you do that PPC, pay-per-click. You just pay when you get to click. They come to your landing page, which you hopefully have optimized. And I know you've done shows on that. So listen to those episodes about landing page optimization. Right. But put put two and two together at that point, right? So you get to click. They come to the landing page. They put in their lead information. and, And boom, you know how to sell it. You get new business. Yep. And like I said, I mean, this is 2023, folks, but a lot of businesses still don't have this, uh, even at the small, small budget, you know, because uh, traditional advertising agencies, you know, kind of have set retainers of like $5,000 that we can, we, you know, we can't do anything else less than that. Uh, so that's eliminates a lot of small businesses. Let's just be real um, with a monthly budget of five grand, because they might be don't have that in the budget for a restaurant yeah. or a small shop. But these type of tools are so actionable in today's obviously mobile world. Uh, having obviously a, a landing page or even places you can purchase or book an appointment and things like that. Places they can check out your reviews too, because obviously we know how important those are too. In combination with your pay per click when they do come to your landing page, making sure you're you know backed up by uh, real reviews, not not BS ones, but real ones that people are are seeing, and and that helps you know obviously I think helps you know push people over the line if they if they see hey a bunch of good reviews came in on this Amazon product or X Y Z product, uh, or even on your website or landing page. 
you know, that I think in combination with uh, pay-per-click is just, it's where it's at today, you know? Um, And, uh, and you can't fake the reviews too. So you want to get the real ones. Uh, And that gets me into uh, optimizer. So talk about the story of optimizer. Cause you guys are, you know, helping business, helping, uh, you know, basically marketing teams, uh, you know, create a powerhouse. I'm seeing 56% increased uh, productivity for the manager on one case study, 36K in monthly savings because so many people are blowing their budgets and not knowing where the, where the optimization is. They don't know yeah. what they just set the thing. Hey, 10 grand. Google just sucks it up every day. They don't really care if you're going to get good delivery or not. Let's just kind of be real about that. I mean, they kind of care, but they don't like there are people getting cheaper cost per clicks um, more relevant clicks because they are using tools um, or maybe you're overspending in one area and you can divert that area or not spending enough in one area, you know? And um, I think that's something that basically people are kind of constantly, you know, r- they're just running the ads and they aren't actually looking at the performance. They're not looking at how they can optimize it because a lot of it just revolves around them doing more work. Um, and, and that's where I think, you know, tools like yourself uh, come into play. So talk about the story of Optimizer. Yeah, well, hey, you've sold it for me right there. Let's go! <laughs> so me that, that's exactly and There's a bit of a paradox in PPC right now, which is there's so much automation and Google is working so hard to make it really simple for advertisers to get online. Because like you just said, there's no reason that you shouldn't be doing this. Like you, everyone can make this work, but you can make huge mistakes that will drain your budget, that will get you junk leads, that will just not be good for you. So you got to do it the right way. And despite all this automation, there's so many things you can do wrong. And that's where it gets into time management, right? So, um, you know, how much time do you have to spend on this? If you're running a restaurant, like you said, well, are you the chef? Are you the creative mind behind that business? That's your passion. You don't want to think about keywords. You don't want to think about budget allocation, right? So, So you got these mechanisms from Google. The newest one they have is called Performance Max. Mm. It's a campaign type, which you basically put in a bunch of headlines, a bunch of calls to action. Like, what is it you want people to do? And you connect it with your objective, your goals. And then you put in a budget and Google, for the most part, figures out in what location to show the ad, for what searches to show the ad, what the ad should say, Mm. and then they give you the lead. Um, But where Optimizer comes in is kind of like PPC insurance. We are that independent third-party tool that does your work. Because at the end of the day, a lot of people say when the auctioneer, um, which is Google, is also the one selling the stuff, which is Google, there's kind of a conflict of interest a little bit, right? So Google has all this technology to make it easy, but they're also getting all the money out of it. So are they really trying to get you the cheapest clicks? Right. Um, I, I used to work there. So I, I'm very much pro Google. I think that's, that is what they intend to do. Yeah. They're However, doing their best. They're doing their best. They're doing your best. Exactly. But the best is not good enough. And that's right. where Optimizer comes in, right? Absolutely. So you look at Optimizer or you look at another tool company that's that independent third party that makes sure you're not wasting money on searches that just aren't going to convert for you. Right. Especially if you're an advertising agency, especially if you're representing other customers' money. I think it's more important than ever to make sure that you're a steward of those assets and that you are spending their money wisely. You know, you're not just counting on the platform to deliver the best they can. You're, you're an ad agency. You need to be stepping up even more than the next guy because there's someone else putting an RFP for your your, your 2023 business. You know what I mean? Or 2024. Exactly. Yeah, that's how the ad business always seems to work. It's it's a so what have you done for me lately, business? And it's also 
one of those things you need to be in front of the ball showing your client, hey, uh, I just saved you 40% in ad spend. I just, you know, uh, 30, 36 grand in the last year or month or whatever the ad spend is. Hey, we just saved you this money and we were able to put it back into more ads for you. You know what I mean? And uh, get more optimization, get more ad spend for, for your dollar. Um, had we not done these things, you you would not have that extra ad spend. I mean, we did it in the TV business. We get clients a bonus commercial. Hey, I got you on Oprah. I got you on Good Morning America this morning. Hey, I got you on Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, you know, when you're talking to him, but it's all free, man. I got you. Hey, I got you on yeah. a big. Uh, I got you on a big golf. You know, it's open inventory. The 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 boss says, Hey, we got you know we got open inventory. Give them to your advertisers. You know, so we go in there and give free commercials to our advertisers. And then I would always report back to them. Hey, guess what? I got you on a couple extra shows this month that you, that you weren't paying for. But, you know, that's the that's essentially what Optimizer is doing in a grand scale. Um, I see you guys have, uh, through the platform has $4.1 billion ads been managed by the platform. Holy smokes. Um, yeah, money, right? <laughs> a lot of money being spent uh, and uh, 320K accounts created. So a lot of accounts. What type of businesses typically gravitate to this? I'm sure a lot of different types, but um, talk about the type of businesses you guys actually like thrive with maybe. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's everyone yeah, uh, yeah. because everyone at the end of the day wants to spend their budget in the right way. Right. Um, but, but so some some businesses that we do really well with is e-commerce. We have right. really e-commerce capabilities. So if you have, say, over 100 products that you're trying to sell, yeah. how do you put those into Google in a structure that keeps you in control? Right. Mm-hmm. Google will tell you it doesn't matter. Just give us the whole feed, put everything in a single campaign, and that's mm. fine. But you think about that for a second as a retailer, well, you probably have seasonality. You probably have products with different profit margins. Right. Just putting it all in one bucket, it's not going to get you the best results, right? So right. we help you quickly and easily structure that into something that makes sense for your business so that you have that level of control that Google says maybe you don't need. But yeah, it's 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 really good if you have it and we can give that to you. Mm-hmm. So we do well with those uh, automotive dealers. We're really big with them. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, in, you know, we got, I mean, honestly, so many big brands, so many small agencies, so many consultants, so many midsize agencies. Like yeah. for some people, they come at us, to, they come to us and they say, listen, we're going to use all 100 plus tool capabilities that you have. And then other companies, they come along and they say, well, we just need this one thing that our team is spending a significant amount of time on. Right. And if we come to Optimizer, you guys can automate that. And that's worth paying that little bit of money for that tool. Yeah. Um, so it really runs the gamut. But but you made a really good point, Travis, which was like as an agency, every month your clients coming to you and asking you like, what did you do for me? Yeah. Nowadays, or, or the next month. Yeah. I mean, you're pitching them for the next month's business or whatever, exactly. or, or next quarter or next year. Or, so exactly. You know, so what's the answer, right? Like because now, I mean, so in the past you were pitching against your competitors, but now you're also pitching against. Why don't I just put these ads in Google and let Google's automation do it for me? Right. And so I wrote right. a book about this and it's called Unlevel the Playing Field. And it basically, mm. it's all about what are the techniques, what are the tactics and the strategies that you can put in play to make sure that you're actually adding value on top of the Google machine. And there's this one really cool stat that says that if you automate your campaigns, you're going to get um, like something like 20% more results. Mm. But if you put human oversight on top of that automation, you get another 10%. Right. And, and if you're talking about, again, we're talking about $4.1 billion that we managed through the platform. A lot of money. 10% of that 
Yeah, that's pretty good money, right? So that's worth the investment in some tools that help you as a human stay on top of what the machines are doing for you. That's what the book is all about. Yeah, I mean, and and if you're not taking advantage of these tools that are out there or learning about them, uh, playing with them, uh, you know, what are you doing? It's 2023. We got chat GBT. We got incredible uh, technology at our our uh, our fingertips. To yeah, let's talk us. about chat GPT. Oh, I mean, it's incredible. I had it right. Uh, I had it last night, right? Ways it can help my business, ways it can help my um, my eBay store. Uh, there's a lot of still learning involved in chat GPT, but for the creation of content, I mean, I, you can tell it to write a blog about anything. You can tell it to write a blog about anything thing on the earth. Uh, uh, whether it's can be completely accurate using maybe some old statistics, maybe it's not 2023, uh, maybe some other transactions happen, but the, the format that it uses, the bullet pointing and the ability for the, the tool to, um, help any content creator or any business owner kind of just develop ideas. It's crazy to not learn about it and just play with it like, like a search, you know, just learn about it. Exactly. And we have a show, so it's called PPC Town Hall. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, the next episode we're doing, we're just like playing with chat GPT and this AI awesome. technology. Right. I think it's such a brilliant example um, just how you explained it, right? So the machine does a pretty good job writing a blog post, but is it like actually completely up to date? Well, no, that's why a human still needs to go and check that work. That 10%, you like you said, that extra that extra 10% we need to put in. Exactly, right? Because that 10%, that's what's going to distinguish you because otherwise everybody's using chat GPT to write blog posts. Right. And and then you're mediocre. And do you get paid as an agency to be mediocre? No, you get paid for that extra 10% that you're able to put in. And so that's what we bring to the table. And then it becomes an interesting question because, you know, chat GPT, it's so much fun. Like we, we play with it. We, we generate ad headlines, ad descriptions. Right. Right. But, now, but now you're like, well, base it on the best headlines that I've had in my account in the past. Well, now I got to go into a spreadsheet and I got to pull out my best headlines and I got to feed them into chat GPT and then I get something out and then I have to figure out how to put it back in the right place in Google. And so it's like this whole cumbersome process with this amazing technology. And so that's where tools like Optimizer will come in. And that's where, again, we talk about a concept of automation layering, which is let's layer these automations together in a way that really helps us as marketers. Right. right? So we get these great ideas from the chat GPT system, but it's also easy and not a huge time suck to, admit, to, to take whatever that system gives us and put it back in the right place in Google Ads. Yeah, because that's going to be the missing... Uh... Step it's the like missing that. link, right? Right. Yeah. Now. That's, that's where... Yeah. And, the and companies so... that okay, should they help figure out the API? Like, there's this Lens uh, company that made like ten million dollars using a free API, but then making it just easy for people to create avatars. And you charge them ten bucks, and they sold like ten million dollars in a month. You know, and they, <laughs> it's a free company. I mean, they literally use free technology, but they just had that intermediary, like you said, because that's all we're looking for. A lot of us, you know, they are people, people would not know how to get all those images, even though it was, it's all free. You could do it yourself. You could literally go to this other backend website and do it all yourself, but they just made that intermediary to, uh, then, you know, spew out 10 quick images or whatever, hundred images or whatever, how, whatever the plug was, but you paid them 10 bucks, you know exactly. what I mean? For this convenience then- in your time. And, uh, they made it, they use free technology, like using a chat GBT or using some sort of back end to then actually do all the work. Uh, and this kind of leads into one of the points, like how can you differentiate yourself as an agency, right? It's sort of, we have all this amazing machine learning and artificial intelligence, 
But ultimately, it really needs to know what your goals are. So the more that you can teach it what matters to you, right. that's going to be a huge differentiator. Because right now, I mean, you go to chat GPT, um, and it's actually smart enough that it has uh, it has read Shakespeare. It has read different authors, right? So you can say, write me something in the style of Shakespeare. Yes. Write me a blog post in the style of Travis or Fred or whoever. Right, right. Um, but but what, what, so, so one example that came out was, what if you needed to write descriptions of vacation spots? Mm-hmm. Uh, what if you could feed it information about your vacation locations where you have vacation rentals, right? And so you make the system kind of do your work as opposed oh, to yeah. something more generic, which may really turn customers off. And by the way, if you're talking about advertising and you say, hey, write me an ad describing like this vacation house that we have, if the system doesn't know about your vacation house, it's going to make it sound amazing. And then the people buy it, uh, you know, they rent it out. And they come to it and they're like, wait, what? The ad said six bedrooms, but it only has four bedrooms? Like, that's a pretty big problem, right? Right. Um, And so it's like, how do you teach these machines to really be in tune with your business so that what comes out of it makes sense for what you do? Yeah, it's like like Google. You really have to be specific. You really have to be defined. And then sometimes the chat BT is going to tell you, hey, we can't do that. We we're just we're just a language system. We can't do that. We can help you do these other things. I've noticed it, it says that a few times when it complicates the system a little bit because it's not going to do all those things yet. Um, like you know, like you said, be accurate about the listing location. Like I was trying to have it feed. I was trying to send it listing links of eBay, and then I say, how could you make this eBay listing better? And it was having some complications with that yet, but in the future it will. You know what I mean? Um. But it's incredible. It's just incredible to play with these tools, right? Fred and just 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 this is the world we live in. You know, we're 2023. We got we got we we got it at our fingertips, you know. Exactly. And I love the technology. And you know what? This is such a fast moving space. So there's a new challenge every single day. So uh, right. that's not what I like about it. I mean, we've written software um for like playing games, and it's kind of weird because you write that software, and at some point it's like And now we're done. When it comes to Google ads or digital marketing, we're never done because every quarter there's new stuff from Google. They throw a new curveball at us or chat GPT technology comes out. And we're like, well, how do we fit that into the box, right? How do we keep our our tools and our systems modern? And that's really one of the key things about Optimizer. I think that our customers like is that we're never sitting still. We're always investing in making these tools better and more modern and more useful. And that's awesome that you have your own podcast too, uh, to learn and to grow and to, uh, like you said, you're going to be doing a show where you're just exploring because part of this all is literally just a little bit of exploration. We all don't exactly know, obviously many smart minds and some of us are not as brilliant and not as, uh, you know, in the world of Silicon Valley, let's just say, or building a tech company, but we can all learn from these things, um, to make our businesses, to make our life better, at least also just to learn about it, you know, um, it's like, you know, when Google search just first came out, it's kind of like ChatGPT search just came out. It's a different type of thing that can do different things for you than Google. You know, um, Google can't do these things. The, yeah. It has limitations on on what it can provide in the back end. Uh, uh, it can't write me a 15 bullet points on how I can make my client's campaign better and then start writing social media posts with different specific hashtags. And also, I mean, I had it write like 30 po- 30 social media posts for a customer that would take $45 of team time and it just started it right away. And four minutes later, it was all ready to go. Nice. With a little bit of editing, you know what I mean? With a little bit of tweaking. And it's just another content machine that I think that, like I said, if we're not, we don't know how you're going to use it, but there's just, you could probably do all uh, so many things we haven't even thought of yet. 
you know so exactly. and don't like some people might be naysayers right like it's it's not perfect it's not doing, right it's not doing that right well but then, like you said think about google 20 oh, yeah. years ago like it oh, was not yeah. perfect google took several weeks if not months to crawl the whole web so some people say well chat gpt it doesn't have the latest data right because the data set is old well that's how google started too but that's a solvable problem. Like Moore's law continues to work. Computers get faster. There's more data being fed in. They're going to speed up the learning cycles. So these are just temporary issues. If you can get ahead of the curve right now and figure out how this could fit into your workflow, assuming that all of these other things get fixed, which they will, right. um, you're going to be the first one ready to capitalize when those things get addressed as well. Oh, yeah. And like it's just a learning. Life is full of learning, baby. So uh, if you're not just checking it out and learning, and also Optimizer, too. Check out Optimizer. I think I was checking on the website. You guys have a uh, an offer on there even to where you guys can get uh, a free trial. So go start free, guys. I mean, um, learn. Let's, Especially if you're an agency on this line. Um, but now on that, we're about to get into your head with our top 10. Are you ready? Let's do it. Apple or Android? Apple. Apple, Netflix, or YouTube? Netflix. Instagram or Facebook? Instagram. Chicken or steak? Steak. Laptop or a smartphone? Laptop. If you're thinking about music or content, Spotify or Pandora? Spotify. Spotify. Movies or video games? Movies. Movies. Reading books or listening to books? Reading books. Reading books. Get that physical book, boy. I like that. Well, uh, on the Kindle. I read books on the Kindle, but I don't listen to it. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. Uh, stocks or real estate? Real estate. Real estate. And oceans or lakes, if you're going to take a vacation today, oceans. we're out, baby. What ocean are you going to go to today if you could hop out and you're uh, uh, taking the SFO when we're out of here? Uh, I will go to Puerto Vallarta. Ooh, that sounds nice. Puerto Vallarta is beautiful. Vallarta. Beautiful uh, cobblestone streets, just an incredible vibe out there. I love Mexico. Incredible vibe. Do you, uh, when you're waking up in your morning, Fred, you're getting yourself pumped, energized for the day. Why do you love being you? <laughs> Why do I love being me? Yeah. I got such a great life. I mean, I, I when I was 15, I got to come to the Silicon Valley. I was a little nerd living in Belgium. And then I, my dad said, hey, we're, we're going to move. To California, I was like, oh, my God, it's like I'm going home. I've never been to this place, but I think it's where I belong. Wow. And uh, and right now we were in this brand new office and we're literally across the street from where transistors were invented, where Varian, where the early computer companies came wow. to be. Um, so, yeah, and it's great to be me living in California, sunshine, technology, innovation. Love it here. That's awesome, brother. You live in the dream, my guy. That's what we say. That's what we say. Live in the dream. That's my sports car company. Yeah. Um, you're in California too, right? So. Yeah, we're in Central California. We're in we're in uh, the hub of agriculture, which is in uh, Fresno, Central California. Uh, if you do a 50 mile radius of us, there's about uh, I don't forget what they said, like 60 percent of the fruits and vegetables of the world eats comes from around 50 to 100 mile radius of Central California. Nice. Um, so if you eat food and you like vegetables, you might come from here. Uh, <laughs> not tech, but we have to. You have to have it. Uh, salad. Yes, if you like a salad, if you like some strawberries, and you like some grapes in your wine, it might have came from your boy out here. Uh, do you uh, you think you'll ever retire from the business? You think you'll ever hang up being an entrepreneur? 
No, I mean, that's in your blood, right? You, you're always going to be involved in some way, and whether it's advising or building. I'm, you know, more at the level now of, of advising and leading a team. Right. Uh, yeah, it's still building stuff or, or making sure something gets built the way I think it should be built. Yeah. Having your, having your, uh, your, your, your footprint on it because you still are the visionary. Exactly. That's, uh, that's the goal. And so it's really great talking to people like you and I love going to conferences and talking to people because at the end of the day, if it's too much all in my head, then yeah, there's a vision there, but I want to make sure that that vision also resonates with customers and, and people with actual needs and problems. So love talking to people like you, Travis. Let's go. Do you have a routine on how you start your day? Um, yeah, get up an hour before my first meeting and go for a run. Nothing too bad, you know, two miles uh, good, this morning though. in the dark. Yeah, so, uh, that's good. Yeah. So you wake up early then to get to get that going. You know, a lot of my colleagues are in India, so gotcha. uh, we have early meetings. Got gotcha. you. Early for me, late for them. So right. That's how I start my day. Got you. Do you find that to be an advantage to have people in different time zones working for you? Yeah, it definitely helps, right? Because so Optimizer is kind of a 24-7 support company. Right. We have, uh, we have folks in the Americas. We have folks in Europe. We have folks in India. Mm. So, uh, that, that is helpful. But it also, As I, I think you have to have a culture where you insist that people don't work the middle of the night and try to keep it reasonable. So for me, that means a 7 a.m. meeting. For my colleagues in India, that means for them it's 7.30 or 8 p.m., which is, you know, it's pretty late. Pushing um, the lines of, crazy. right, right, right. But it's also it's still feasible and doable. Obviously, they're grateful for the opportunity and job and everything. So uh, you make it work uh, when you can, obviously. Uh, but yeah, I think that's an advantage too, having people in different time zones, especially in your type of business, to you know be getting things done at all different hours while someone's sleeping, someone else is working. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite app out of outside of the you know the tool of optimizer or a tool that helps you run your businesses? My favorite app, I'm going to say Rakuten. I kind of like shopping and I like oh, it yeah. when I go shopping. So yeah, the Rakuten app is uh, it's pretty high app. up there. Excellent app. Excellent app. Rakuten, baby, to the moon. Um, if you could sit down for an interview on your show or lunch with anyone in the world, who would it be? Or lunch with a show involved? Who would you want to interview? Who would you want to talk about to talk to you? So I've... Um, I was early enough at Google that I hung out with Larry and Sergey. I right. think it would be great to bring Larry on the show. Nice. Man, those guys are incredible, man. They have like the the most incredible minds. I know they're now uh you know trying to uh you know kind of uh, figure out life life uh extension, you know, calico and so many different things that now are even deeper. You know than what's crazy about that, Travis? So Larry said that um Basically, because there's so much automation and so much technology, there's going to be a point very soon where people don't really need to work, mm. um, right? But then what do we do at that time? Right. So now at the same time, Larry's trying to figure out how to extend life. And so now we're going to be like 200 years old yeah. with yeah. nothing to do. Just like, um, and it's like, oh my God, what's... Yeah. I think... I, 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 feel like, I feel like we'll always figure something out. We will. Well, but yeah. but it's true though because like like you said you could have a chat GBT doing your Google ads and have an optimizer doing this and you could have like in our our software uh, or eBay business or our review management business the software is doing all the work to get those positive reviews. Exactly. Well, one um, insight that just dawned on me, which is a fairly obvious one, but I just hadn't put two and two together on this one. Um, you know, people watch other people play video games and people oh, yeah. are professional video gamers and professional Instagrammers. Right. It's like I, I, my generation, as so I'm a little bit older, I'm 44. 
Um, but I didn't quite get that, right? But but then you come at it from the perspective of like there's so much automation, we don't really need to do work. So enter entertaining other people. Yeah. That's gonna be a job. Become work, become <laughs> your, exactly. That's and gonna be your job. So how do we all move towards that, right? How do we entertain others and kind of do the things that we're passionate about as as opposed to the the row repetitive tasks that we've so been used to, like from the days in factories, like those are long gone, right? It's it's just completely shifting. Yeah, that's very interesting. I think we probably would move more into arts and entertainment into the, uh, I know like, like with live selling apps, like whatnot and things like that, you're kind of buying into, it's like everyone has their own HGTV show. I pop up on the whatnot. I could be selling whatever I want, but I, I focus on sports cars, but anything. Mm-hmm. And then you're, but you're also there, you, you're building entertainment with customers. You're talking through the tough times, had friends, uh, you know, customers that their par- parents just passed or their, you know, their sisters just passed or something like that. Crazy. And they're kind of the community's all being there for them. And, you know, I don't know exactly all the future, but it's definitely interesting to think if you didn't have the daily grind of certain things, um, what would you do? Yeah, you exactly. know, I, entrepreneurs, so, so you we're said, always, we're always thinking of the next thing. Um, but, but so you said yeah. sports cars, sports cards, like uh, trading cards, like Lionel Messi, Magic Johnson oh, yeah. cards, you know, uh, eBay, uh, and then whatnot is live selling. It's a live selling app. That is um, a really big app. People are live selling on there all day long. And it's, uh, I think, the future. I mean, China is really big on live selling and um, mm-hmm. having a marketplace of selling cards, whether you're a manufacturer or you're an individual dealer or you're whatever, you could be selling directly to your customer um, 24 hours a day. Um, so, so, and then Messi. So, Messi or Ronaldo? Ah, I like them all, man. Not I like, like them all. I like them all, but Messi's the man. I like, the, I like, and uh, uh, Mbappe, the new future is Mbappe, man. He's, he's yeah. incredible. Uh, so a uh, couple more last things for you, my man, before we roll is uh, where is the best place for people to find you? Yeah, so I'm at Silicon Valley on Twitter. So it's a play on my last name and Silicon Valley. So uh, nice. I like that. I'll put the spelling in the show notes here. Uh, that's the best place to find me. And of course, uh, look up optimizer.com in the blog that we have. I do quite a bit of writing on there. And then I've got the PPC Town Hall. Um, so video episodes that we do about twice a month and we just talk to really interesting guests who are PPC and digital marketing experts and we find out what's the latest, what's the greatest, what are they doing, what are they, uh, what challenges are they seeing and uh, keep it really fresh and current. That's awesome, my man. I'm going to put that all in the show notes for you guys. All you have to do is hit the description and everything will be in there. My man, Fred, thank you so much for coming on to the show today. Folks, Thanks, you've been Travis. hanging out with Fred Valleys and Travis and Huff. We want to thank you again so much for your time today. And let's keep being real. What another epic episode. And uh, if you enjoyed the episode today, can you please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast, The Be Real Show, on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. And also take a little time today, if you don't mind, and give your boy T. Huff a review. I would really super appreciate it. And thank you so much for listening today. We're all going through a lot right now. And real-time outsource. My business is giving back to local and small businesses. Through our social media services and campaigns, we are actually helping small businesses get more exposure during these times and also when we get through these times. At the end of the day, we don't know how long this is all going to last, but most importantly, you got to think about your business right now. Take it seriously. So come check us out at realtimeoutsource.com, realtimeoutsource.com, and we would love for you to qualify and get the process started where we can take a look at your business and see if we can qualify you for some of our services.
um, at uh, little to no cost for most of the businesses. And uh, and and some businesses, you know, you're gonna have to pay, but that's just part of life, right? But most importantly is that I think this is the time, folks, that you can actually help thrive in your business. And so I would love to help you personally with our team. We're all going through a tough time right now. So take advantage of us, realtimeoutsource.com. Check us out and we would love to do some business with you and help you with your social and digital media in 2020 and beyond.